What's up, my podcast listeners? This is your host once again, Rafal Matuszewski, and this is another compilation-style episode, and I got three episodes in particular I wanted to bring back to the surface. Um, All of it is big picture stuff, uh, the stuff that people tend to forget uh, when it comes to successful fat loss, weight loss, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think we all know that true success in the fat loss department is beyond um, following a strict diet of foods that you can and can't have and limiting yourself. Really, it's giving yourself more, more tools, more habits, and more um, skills to see true success when it comes to anything health-related. So in these three episodes that I brought together, um, one, we talk about how you need to stop dieting. Um, and that goes into my whole point earlier about how we need to give ourselves more and not eliminate things out of our life to actually see success. Uh, the second thing is the all or nothing concept. Like, I don't understand this that whole logic because if you failed something in your life, you wouldn't just put everything else to shit and then tell yourself, oh, I'm going to start on Monday. Just because you missed one meal or had to go out and eat lunch with somebody and it didn't fall into what you were trying to do in your diet doesn't mean that you need to destroy the rest of the week, the rest of the day, or what have you. It's just, okay, there's a little speed bump. What's the next opportunity for me to improve on my eating habits? So the whole all-or-nothing principle is just it needs to resurface because I feel like a lot of people are on that wavelength at this point because of the new year. And then lastly, we have episode 409 where I get into mental health. And I think that is the biggest, lowest hanging fruit that we could go and look at because if our mind is not right, then our body can't do what our mind wants us to do. So I'm going to stop rambling and we can get into these three episodes. So here is episode 407, 409, and 411. Here we go. What's up, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and I'm excited today to chat to you about today's topic. Since we've been kind of going on a trend of tangible um, nutritional things that you can do and habits and strategies um, in order to see success in 2021 in the weight loss department, today's topic is that we're gonna do a little reflection piece almost. Like, you need to ask yourself, are you dieting, wow, that came out terribly wrong, dieting right now? The answer is yes. Now, the next question to ask is like, how long have you been dieting? Because for the most part, I find that a lot of people have probably been dieting for the last like five years to finally see success. 
or they went down the road of like they dieted, they saw a lot of success, they're you know they lost 10, 20, 30 pounds, and then they're like, okay, now if I can like eat a lot less and move a lot more, I can lose more. And they're in this like non-stop dieting cycle of limiting themselves from every like joy in life. And you're at a point where you're miserable and food is not exciting anymore. You have low energy, you're angry all the time or hangry in this case. Um, and the piece of advice I have for you is just stop dieting. Like, people need to understand that dieting is just a certain cycle or phase, if you will, during a certain point of the year. You know, like, I don't diet all year round. Like, I would fucking hate the world if I did. You know, but like once a year, I'll go, okay, no alcohol. I'm going to start ca counting my calories. I'm going to start weighing my food. I'm going to start counting my macros. And voila, it's like, oh shit, I got super shredded out of nowhere. But have I did that? Have I done that this past year in 2020? Fuck no. COVID it hit a huge curveball in everyone's life. So I had no motivation whatsoever to deprive myself. And that's what really a diet is. It's depriving yourself of certain things that you enjoy. Right? It's depriving you of the freedom and um, the autonomy to enjoy your life. Like when you're on a diet and you go out for dinner, there's really limited options of what you can do. And I feel that a lot of people kind of fall into this trap, this like non-stop vicious cycle of, I need to diet, I need to diet, I need to diet. And it's like, you either jump ship from one to another, you're constantly cutting your calories, you're not seeing the success you want. And like from a cellular level, like your body needs to get out of that stressful situation. Because the moment you like go into a, a diet of any kind, you're throwing stress on the body. And you know, your body can't adapt to that stress if it's constantly being overfilled with other stressors in your life, such as um, you could be going through a really stressful time at work, you're trying to work out seven days a week, constantly killing yourself, um, you know, you could be having a baby on the way, and now on top of all that stress, you are trying to, you know, restrict yourself from a lot of different foods that you enjoy. You probably are not in the best mood because of this diet choice that you're on. And you're kind of now kind of stuck. You've stopped seeing success from the original um, diet you went on. And you're just like, fuck this. Like, what am I even doing with my life? So, that being said, you need to stop going through diet to diet to diet to diet. Like, if you had a year, I would suggest you going on, like, a somewhat strict diet for maybe three months and that's it. And then wean yourself off, right, to kind of find that balance. Because that's what your body's trying to constantly do. Like, it does not, like, change. That's why weight loss and weight gain, the right kind of weight gain, is so difficult, right? Like, your body's constantly trying to keep it, like, just steady, smooth, running, 
as per usual, and then here you are being an asshole and dropping a bunch of calories, well, cutting a, uh, a bunch of calories out of the equation. Your body's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm not gonna let you lose weight because I don't know what you're doing to me. I think you're dying, so I'm gonna make sure you don't starve to death. Like, things like that, right? So, ideally, if you were to go on a diet and you put your 100% effort in and followed it to a T for about three months and then slowly wean off it for another three months, that's where you're actually going to see true success. People just assume that, oh, I can just diet as much as I want and there's no harm, no foul. Like, you really fuck up your hormones big time. Like, look at bodybuilder competitors, uh, primarily in the female category, even like figure. You know, they all compete at an early age in their 20s. And then when they get into their like 30s and late 30s, that's when they start seeing the effects of all the terrible <laughs> decisions diet-wise they did with their lives. They'll notice that they can't lose weight as effectively as before. And yes, with age that comes with it, but it's even more difficult for those uh, individuals. And on top of that, usually when women do bodybuilding or um, figure for that matter, you're at such a low body fat percentage that you end up not menstruating. And if you know anything about women's health, your, like, your cycle is your own kind of like health meter. That gives you clues and cues within your own body to see if you're actually healthy. And when women's cycles are all over the place, like all hell breaks loose and you speak to any kind of woman that has an irregular cycle or a really bad period, like shit does not work the way it should. You know, they'll find that their mood is all over the place. They'll find that their energy's not there. They can feel tired all the time. Like now imagine that same person going on a really, really, really strict diet and dehydrating themselves to get a body fat percentage so low that you stop menstruating, and you're telling me that that's not gonna have anything to do with the future of how your body responds to stress. Like, let's be real, you fucked up royally, all right? So now, that's the extreme example, but imagine you constantly uh, preventing your body from having adequate uh, nutrition, sleep, calories, nonstop, year in, year out. Like, you're gonna do some damage to your hormones, your adrenals, like, your shit that basically regulates your entire body for it to function at an optimal level, right? Like, there are portions of time in the year where you can, you know, take away from your body to just get a little response to it, but then you need to be able to adapt to it. It's kind of similar to like, hey, let's work out every single day as hard as fucking possible. Crank your heart rate to like 190 beats per minute for the full hour for three months straight. Like your body is gonna fucking hate you. You can do the same damage to your hormones that regulate everything in your body um, by dieting nonstop. Right, so the best kind of strategy for this is to, you know, pick a diet. I don't even fucking care what it is. You're keto, you're intermittent fasting, whatever it is. You cut your calories, you figure out your macros, and you follow it to a T for three months. 
afterwards, you need to slowly wean off the diet. And sometimes people take it too far where they're like, oh, fuck, it's been three months. Now I can eat whatever I want. And they go on this, like, gigantic, like, binge of foods that they haven't had in so long. And they're reintroducing calories so quickly that they actually do more harm than good. They start bloating. They start adding on weight really quickly. And that's not healthy, right? So say you dropped your calories by X amount of whatever it is. And now you're done your three-month cycle of whatever diet you chose that fits your lifestyle. You think you can do it. You are happy with the choice you made. And honestly, all you do is slowly increment 200 calories more per day to slowly kind of wean off the stress-filled environment you created in your body. And now your body realizes, oh shit, okay, there's a little bit more calories, I'm okay with this, this is good, we're getting back to normal. And like it varies per, from person to person, like you can do that for two weeks and then the next two weeks add another 200 calories and kind of figure and find out that sweet spot where you can maintain your results but not feel like you're still depriving yourself, right? Maybe now on the weekend you can like, all right, I'm gonna go out for dinner and not like bring a Tupperware container of my fucking chicken or whatever people do these days on strict diets. Like maybe you'll go out for dessert. Like little things like that go a long way and it'll help you keep your sanity. Like I've been on the spectrum where I literally restricted myself so much and like my body fat percentage was like at 5%, but I was like skin and bone, but I was shredded and I did not eat any junk junk food in air quotes, like at all. Like I did not eat a chip, I did not drink any pop, I had no alcohol, and I fucking hated life. I honestly really hate, like I didn't even eat red meat. It was like chicken and fish, complex carbohydrates and just vegetables. And that's it. That's all I fucking ate. And I fucking hated my life. And you know what happened? I went through like a vicious cycle of binge eating for years after that. And it took a lot of effort and time to recover. And I still have like reminiscence of small like binge like behavior. But I literally would binge to a point where I was full and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna eat the rest of this cake because I won't be able to eat it tomorrow because today's my cheat day. Like, dieting really, really Fs you up in the brain and within your hormones and it will leave permanent scars that you'll have to deal with for the rest of your life. It's not worth it. So the best piece of advice I can give you right now is if you're that person that's been off and on on so many different diets, just stop. Let your body recuperate. Focus on just eating whole foods for like a month and not worry about calories, not worrying about, oh shit, I can't eat past 6 p.m. or any of that kind of bullshit. Just eat like a human being without the stress and then find a diet that's not fucking ridiculous like you're eating only 800 calories but somewhere out in the world you can find a ketogenic diet a fucking vegan diet intermittent fasting whatever it is just follow it to a t don't drop your calories to an asshole amount of like 800 like i mentioned earlier and do that consistently for three months and then slowly wean yourself off and you will be thankful a year from now where you're like, you know what, this is the first year that I haven't put on any weight, I've maintained, I still have 
you know, my muscle mass from this previous year and I'm good to go. That's it. That's all you got to do. So I'm going to leave it there. Hopefully this was helpful. You guys are amazing for continuing listening to me. I want to do a huge shout out to a city named Ryada. Hopefully I spelled that, uh, said that correctly. Um, it is a city out in Saudi Arabia. I've had, within the last 24 hours, over 900 listens from that city. So shout out to everyone in Saudi Arabia listening to my show. That's fucking awesome. You guys are amazing. Um, hit the show notes. Add me on Facebook. Add me on Instagram. I post a lot on there. And hit me up with a five-star review if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, Google, whatever, Stitcher Radio, whatever it is. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are amazing. Until next time. Hello, my lovely podcast listeners. This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski. And we're about to go on a freaking ride today, you guys. Um, really randomly chatting with my wife last night about how my podcast intros have evolved and she was able to go word for word like what my intros used to be over a year ago and I'm like man even a year ago I felt super super awkward with my intro so hopefully they're, they've been getting better so reach out and give me some feedback of what you guys want to see or hear for intros but um Today, what we're going to go after, we have been talking about a lot of like tangible um, things you can do for weight loss. And we've talked about adequate protein, adequate vegetable intake, um, sleep, um, also looking at getting a thorough assessment to see if your body's ready for exercise. And Today, we're going to kind of veer off of it a little bit, but I feel like it's very timely because we are coming up, at least for me, a year since the closure of my gym and clinic that I work at. And, you know, I was kind of reflecting on that, and I think it's going to hit home harder for me when the specific post goes out. But, um,. I was just thinking to myself that, you know, many of us this year have dealt with some definite bullshit and probably got to a point where more bullshit came into your life and then some more came into your life. And then when you thought that it was over with, even more fell into your lap and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with all this bullshit? That being said, when shit like that happens, and I would say during a pandemic, it kind of gets magnified by at least 10 or, I don't know, fucking 50 times making it worse, um, our mental health definitely takes a toll. And when our mental health is not there, there is like absolutely zero chance of you achieving any kind of physical health, right? Kind of look at achieving any kind of peak performance, any kind of weight loss goal, strength goal, whatever you think, if your mental health is not in check, there's no chance in hell that you're going to see any success in the avenue of physical health. And, you know, if you really think about it, like, 
you know, on those days, because I, I would even consider it days where you feel just blah and you don't have any energy and you just want to stay in bed all day. Like, that's your mental health, like, popping its hand up, like, hey, you should fucking figure your shit out and not just stuff all your feelings down and never have them resurface. You know what I mean? Um, that being said, even small little things like that that just throw off your whole day there's no motivation to go to the gym there's no motivation to eat clean like come on right your mental health has a lot of control over what you do and can leave you crippled alone and just you know in one of those positions why you're asking yourself why do i feel like this why can't i get out of bed why do I not see any kind of purpose in life anymore? Why can't I just fucking live my life like I used to, right? There is no thought process that goes through like, oh shit, I need to get my workout in today, I need to do this, no, no. So, this episode is gonna be dedicated on reflecting on how your mental health is right now. If you're like me, you've probably gone through a couple, you know, breakdowns, but that's okay. You know, no one was prepared for what happened in this entire world. And we're starting to see some sort of um, light at the end of the tunnel here, but it's small. You know, I, the only thing that's so weird, the only thing that's been really keeping me going And it's like literally a string of hope, like a thread of hope that's making me like, okay, I can fucking do this, I can fucking do this, I can keep going, I can keep going, is the fact that I've been, you know, ever since my Disneyland trip back in November of 2019, I have been like planning my next trip to a point where when we shut down um, for the first time, almost a year ago today, I literally bought tickets to fly out to Disneyland knowing that there was a risk that, you know, this pandemic could get worse, but I was like, oh, I'll go a year from now, so like November of 2020, which didn't happen, obviously, because Disneyland's been closed this whole fucking time. Um, I was like, oh, you know, after a year of this pandemic shit, like... That, sh- that should be enough time. But also it wasn't. And I've been literally reading every little piece of literature on the reopening plans on Disneyland. And anytime there's some sort of good news, that's the one thing that pulls me back in where I feel like, okay, okay, I can get through this shit. And honestly, this, I don't know how, like, this is going to... Um, segue into your fitness and health but that was literally the one thing that was kind of holding me on and it's not so much like Disneyland itself but it's also spending time with my wife and being in an environment where you know you're highly you know um, what's the word am I looking for highly amused no that's not it but you know what I mean like you just have a lot going on and you're surrounded by a lot of happy people. Maybe some kids crying, but that's okay. Um, but the whole environment just 
kind of elevates your um, your mood, right? And that's literally the only thing that's been kind of keeping me going. And even this morning, when I woke up, I was like, oh, I got to check the updates on my on my Disneyland, and they just announced that one of the Disneyland hotels are going to be reopening for spring. I'm like, fuck, this is a good sign. This is a very good sign. And I really, 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 really hope, and I'm super optimistic that I'll be able to fly down and go to Disneyland for this November. You know, that's eight months from now. I really hope the world turns around by that time to uh, allow me to go back to Disney. So that being said, my example, find one thing that's going to pull you back. I feel like we're all kind of floating in this like purgatory of a life waiting for things to go back to normal, but it's not happening anytime soon. Like it's not going to like a week from now, all the numbers are going to go down for COVID. Like it's going to take some time. So find that one thing that's going to pull you out of this purgatory and hold on to that because that's going to keep you sane. And little things like that go a long way. Like for me, like that's literally the only thing that's <laughs> keeping me going. Along with obviously like my dog and my wife and things like that, but like something from the external world that makes you feel normal. Right? Like I had a a situation where my wife and I are like, Oh, I really miss going to movie theaters and like getting popcorn and <clears throat> out where I am you can buy popcorn from the theater with like Uber Eats or Skip the Dishes, whatever it is. So we decided to do that one time, and we had to go pick it up. We literally went into the theater. It's like one dude working there, and it was the saddest thing I've ever seen or experienced. Like, going into an empty movie theater, there's no music in the background. There's no, like, nothing. And I'm like, fuck, this is, this is, this was a wrong choice to do. Like, I don't even want to see that. Like, it doesn't even... It just made me feel worse, right? So it's like those small things. Like if, you know, movie theaters was your thing, like hold on to that. Like remember those moments to kind of keep you sane. And, you know, small things like that can go a long way. But, you know, in my experience, the best thing to do is literally get some help, right? Like people have this weird stigma against mental health, but like, Fuck, come on. It's 2021. You need to get your shit together. Like, go reach out for help. Counselors, psychologists, they're all there. Your fucking coach. Like, you'd be surprised how many of my clients have been chatting with me about really, really personal things and how hard it's been with this freaking pandemic with their lives. And, you know, I do my best to, like, be empathetic but I'm like, I am not well equipped enough to help this individual in front of me pouring their heart and soul out because they just can't deal with life right now. You know, like it's a lot to take on, but there are trained professionals out there that can help. And I've had some, like a handful of psychologists or people in the psychology uh, field on my podcast, and they're all brilliant people. Sometimes it's just speaking out your truth having it out there and then someone connecting like two dots for you to give you some sort of closure or make you feel like you can like continue on 
So I'm going to leave it there. I think that was short and sweet, to the point, and will shed some light on what the hell is going on today. Again, mental health is the gateway to every physical health goal you have. And I've seen it in the clinic a lot of times where people are dealing with injury, like aggressive injuries, and their mental health is not there, and they're doing all the right things of rehab, exercise, treatment, you name it, but there's just something blocking them, and it's usually that mental health piece. So don't forget to check on your mental health. Um, that's it for me. Hit the show notes. Add me on Facebook. Add me on Instagram. Give me a five-star review. You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next time. What is up, my podcast listeners? This is your lovely host, Rafael Matuszewski. And fun fact, every time that I post these podcasts onto Facebook and they have the generated um, transcript so you can read what I'm saying, I have to manually go in and change whatever they put together when I announce my first and last name. And it's usually just I get a bunch of question marks or they repeat the word the like three or four times. Um, So yeah, I have to manually always change my first and last name in the subtitles that Facebook generates. But anyway, today, it's Wednesday morning, time to get shit done. Um, We are going to go back onto the topic of nutrition. And I feel that so many people, and I've spoken about this topic before, but the big thing is that when people screw up, you know, their eating habits, their new diet, whatever it is, they fall into that whole all or nothing mentality, right? You know, you, you get that excitement of, oh, I'm going to start a new diet, I'm going to start eating cleaner, I have like all my food ready to go, I prepped it, Monday went great, Tuesday went great, but Wednesday, you know, you woke up late, fucking alarm didn't go off, or you know, you just rolled out of bed one minute before before your Zoom call with the team, and you're like, fuck, I had no time to eat breakfast, I am starving, I have nothing like ready, and by the time you're able to eat, you end up uh, going out for lunch and eating a shit ton more than you're supposed to, and then you go, you know what, I've already fucked up today on this meal, I'm just going to write off the rest of the day and just eat whatever I want and I'll start fresh tomorrow. And I, I get where people are coming from. It's like, I'm already in the hole. Why, you know, try to make the effort to get out of the hole and just continue going? It almost sounds silly. It's almost like if you were in a parking lot and you're like, oh shit, there's a speed bump, I'm gonna slow down 
go over it slowly, and now I can resume my speed. Like, it's literally, that, that's what happens if you fuck up on your eating. And people tend to forget, like, we're not perfect, right? Like, do you really think you are 100% perfect at work, at school, whatever you're doing? No. And the funny thing is, no one gives, like, you don't give a fuck if you're perfect at work or at school. You know, you strive to be, but you're not that type of person who's like, if I'm not 100% perfect, then I'm not going to be, like, I'm not even going to fucking try that. Like, it's, like, silly. And I've made this analogy where, you know, if you're in school and you're studying for an exam, test, whatever it is, and you get 81%, like, that's pretty fucking good. Like, damn. Like, you did, you did great. But if you did 81% on your diet today or your clean eating or whatever it is that you chose to do for your next nutritional approach, most people are like, well, you know, I didn't get that last 19%, so I'm just going to let all hell break loose and go fucking eat donuts or whatever you want to do. Right? It, it, it's silly to think that way. But for some reason with food, people have this weird attachment and con to the concept of like, if I am not perfect every single day, then it's not even worth it, right? And like, the typical thing is that, you know, life does throw curveballs, and they can be small little things, but those small little things can change, like, so, so much um, when little things in your nutritional department change and the perfect example is like you know say you you're ready to follow your program your plan and you got invited out to lunch and you don't want to be a dick and be like oh actually i can't because i'm on this whatever diet clean eating and you go you know what i'm going to go for lunch i'm going to order something healthy and i'll still be good and you know what? Not everyone has the best willpower. And let's say for this example, you end up like ordering the burger and fries. And you're like, fuck, I fucked up. And you know what? I am just going to let this day slide and I'm going to start fresh tomorrow. And usually what happens is the next day comes and you're like, you know what? That burger was really good. I should have something else for breakfast or something like that for lunch. And it kind of trickles down. So. The whole point of me rambling about this is like, we need to get out of that construct of, you know, thinking that if we mess up just a little bit in one part of your day of eating, you don't have to like throw your hands up to the air and like go, oh, fuck this. I'm just gonna let everything burn from now on. You know, like when, and it's funny too because people have this guilt too because when I was doing a lot of nutrition coaching and I still do by the way but uh, when I was doing a lot I remember clients like feeling guilty that they fell into temptation to have a burger hot dog nachos whatever the fuck it was and they would tell me like a child you know getting in trouble and have to confess what they did and I'm like, why, why do you feel guilty? And they're like, oh, it's like, you know, it's bad for me to like eat out or whatever. And I'm like, okay, but you know you're in, you don't have to be. Like, 
if people didn't have that feeling like, oh, this is a bad food for me, this is a bad meal for me, rather than like just think like, oh, this meal that I chose today is higher calories than normal, but I'm going to, you know, bounce back by my next snack, my next meal, whatever it is, right? So when people ask me like, oh, so like, do you eat junk food? I'm like, yeah, fucking do. They're like, so like, how do you, like, what do you do after? I'm like, I don't think I eat my next meal like a normal person. And usually that's what I'll do is like, say I go out for lunch and it's higher calories than normal and it could be whatever it is, a fucking burger, pizza, whatever it is. And I go, okay, well, I had more calories this meal. I might skip a snack later and head right into my last meal of the day and maybe eat a little less to help balance things out. Is it rocket science? No. Does it give me peace of mind and create a better relationship with food? Fuck yeah. That's the ultimate thing with nutrition is you need to build a better relationship with food. Anytime I get a nutrition uh, coaching client and we talk about their nutrition, holy fuck, like we have some serious issues with food. Like almost every single person has some real fucking issues with food that we need to take care of. The biggest thing is people feel that one, there's bad foods out there. There isn't. There's just less nutritional value foods out there. Two, they've had so many bad experiences with diets and they think nothing's going to work. And you know, like, people need to understand that losing fat is not an easy thing. It takes time, like a lot of time. And I've had a person recently ask me, like, so like, what do you like tell clients for nutrition? Like, what do you, what do you get them doing? Like keto or like weighing their food? And I'm like, no, I just get people to eat like adult food, meaning protein and vegetables and limiting carbs, like I've always said, and moving their body every single day in some shape or form and doing that for at least a year and the weight will come off. That's the thing, like people need to understand that, you know, true fat loss, rather than giving yourself this like mindset of like, I'm going to lose X amount of weight in eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is, what you should do instead is go, I'm going to give myself a year of consistently trying, you know, sound habits of eating more clean, eating more protein, eating more vegetables, moving more, exercising more for one year. And that's it. That's literally it. There's no magic trick, but, you know, People just assume that it needs to be so fucking difficult to change their body, but that's not, that's not it. And I know it's easier said than done, but you also have to put in the work. Like things that have value in this life don't come easy, right? Everybody wants to make more money, but in order to do that, you need to put in more effort than your nine to five job. Do people want to do that? Probably not, right? That's why not everyone is millionaires. Like, it takes a lot of fucking work to get there. 
nutrition and health are the same thing. Do you want to drop 20 pounds? Yeah, but you need to do more than what you're doing now. Or stop doing the old things that you were doing that worked before that were most likely fad diets and you just drop weight quickly and that's all you wanted to do. So to kind of wrap this up, because I've been, I've been jumping all over the place, is you need to stop falling into the trap of like, if I'm not perfect every single day, there's no, there's no point. If I don't work out every single day, there's no point. If I am, you know, super busy at work and life, I'm gonna wait until April of this year to start, in May of this year, and we're thinking, you know what, I'm really, really jam-packed with stuff the next couple months, I'm going to just start in the summer. Like, that kind of thinking is not gonna get you anywhere. You almost need to just fucking grip down and go do it. You know, that, that's literally the first step, is just like taking that leap or you take that first step and just fucking do it. If it's either waking up earlier, staying up late to get shit done, you gotta do it. You just gotta do it. So I'm gonna leave it there. If you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out. Thank you for always listening. Thank you for all my international listeners. So please hit the show notes. Add me on Facebook. Add me on Instagram because I post a lot of video and picture content. And wherever you're listening, give me a five-star review so we can reach more people, help more people. And that is it for me. Until next time, you guys, fucking crush the day.